0: blog talk radio hi there i'm mary eileen williams at feisty side of 50 radio and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older and one of the very best ways to do that is by sharing a book that's both educational and inspiring with your grandchildren and believe me it doesn't get much more inspiring than this book and that's why I am especially excited to introduce our guest today, Catherine Moore. Katherine has enjoyed a long and successful career as an educator and a guidance counselor. But Catherine's joining us today to talk about her mother, Catherine Johnson. Now, you may know her mother's name from her celebrated work that helped to launch the U.S. space program, or the buildings NASA's dedicated in her name, or the movie Hidden Figures, now, Catherine, her sister, Joylette and National Geographic have combined forces to create a wonderful children's book that explores not only her famous mother's legacy, but also the nearly insurmountable odds she faced and overcame. The book's called One Step Further, My Story of Math, the Moon, and a Lifelong Mission, and I am so excited to talk with you. Welcome, Catherine. Well, thank you so much for having me and for plugging <laughs> the book. <work>. It's wonderful. <laughs> i'm sorry the introduction was so long but there was just so much to say but i i we had a chance to chat before we went on air and i confessed this book i know it's aimed at children but it is for readers of all ages and most especially boomers boomer women boomers of color because it's just a, a tale about all your mom accomplished so congratulations on bringing her life together in such a beautiful way why thank
1: you, thank you.
0: I'm always interested in
1: people who want to write about Mom, and to be able to see it through fruition is just it's amazing, it's wonderful, and I hope it's enjoyed
0: by those that read it. Well enjoyed and also moved, I have to say, moved like i I said, I mean the tears were welling in my eyes I just it was it inspiring doesn't it doesn 't go near <laughs> nearly enough but, but I just wanted to say it it the words that your message was clear, the words were beautiful, and of course, the subject matter was truly, truly inspiring. Now, you, your sister Joylette, and also, uh, again, National Geographic came together, but wasn't your mom alive when you and your sister started writing the book?
1: Well, actually, mom was writing the book with uh, uh, Hillary Beard, and it was started by her, talked about. Um, I remember when we were looking over pictures and she got to enjoy that part and when she died in February um, we weren't sure how they were going to finish it out and they asked us if we would help them finish it and we said sure
0: Oh so my the rest
1: is history
0: and it <laughs> came out yesterday I believe And I believe you're about- right and you and yeah. Juliet, what was it like when you took it over and then you started going through some of your mother's maybe papers or works or notes about the book? It must have been a real wonderful cathartic experience for you two. I tell you, this has
1: been a, a lifelong, we, well, we put it this way. After we retired, we started a new job because we have been collecting and trying to catalog As It was just coming in too fast because, you see, she went to – she received her first honorary doctorate in 98. Then, you know, Mom made – she says, should I go? We said, are you kidding? (laughs) Of course you should because she said, I was just doing my job. And we said, and people are starting to notice that you had something to do with it. You helped get the man to space but it it really has been a labor of love, and especially since President Obama recognized her in twenty fifteen yeah. which was before the movie, before the books, all of that and so, as these requests came to us, we had to start thinking, how did we want her story told?" And we said, "Well, Mom, you have to tell it because we weren't there in the beginning, and she would laugh. And we'd ask her questions. So it has been a wonderful journey to take with her and now for her and her legacy, we hope, will be
0: long-lasting. Oh, for sure. And so, uh, so Obama gave her that. I mean, how, what a thrill that must have been for all of you. Absolutely. Two daughters because we lost Connie in 2010
1: before this started. Uh, she was the middle daughter, and she was a teacher also, but she was mom's free spirit. We say she was the free spirit and <laughs> up there in the clouds with mom because she was she wanted to be a truck driver. She wanted to do different things. She operated out of the box in terms of her curiosity. Uh, she could landscape. She could wallpaper. She could do things that you wouldn't even think to do, you know. I played it safe in terms of I wanted a job and, you know, I wanted to know where I was going every day. Connie wanted not to know where she was going every day. (laughs) But in terms of mom, she supported her three daughters. She didn't push us in any way except you do your best. Whatever you do, you do your best. And you continue in that vein. And so we all did. And when we went to the White House... We were able to take six all six of her grandchildren and it was a thrill. An
0: absolute thrill. Oh Catherine. Oh I got now I've got goosebumps up and down my spine and just because you know yes. your mom could have been bitter, she could have been angry, she oh, could no. have been but I mean, what a spirit in addition to doing the best she could. Absolutely. She's
1: that's one thing we did we have come to realize. That through all of her life, she lost her husbands. She, I'm sure, knew stories that none of them told from my grandparents up. But we were never given that bitterness. We were never given that anger. We were just taught to do the best you could. If this is the hand you're dealt, you do the best that you can. Nobody can ask any more than that. But then you have to go a little further, because to be recognized, we had to be better than the best. That was how she taught us, not to be uh, angry or, you know, aggressive, but to be assertive and sure and to do the very best we could because we had to be team players. She said, you want people to like you for what you can offer. And we tried to do it because she did it and she did it with grace.
0: (laughs) yes she did and i have to share a little bit about myself my own mother her claim to fame was that she went to college with john glenn so anybody we ever met in our life we had to say but your mother had a slightly more substantial claim to fame regarding john glenn so tell us a little bit about that well,
1: she didn't. You see, the astronauts worked at the same, um, what do you call it, the same facility. But they didn't necessarily come in contact uh, with the engineers, with the mathematicians. They came in contact maybe with the engineers. So there was no meeting. When they left, they went to their communities, and Mom and the ladies went to our community. So even with the parade, we stood. Um, we were spectators like everyone else. There was no uh-huh. singling out. These were the people that helped, <laughs> you know. And it, it it didn't. We were not surprised, or it was not a thought at the time, because we we still went to segregated schools. We still
0: oh, had our goodness.
1: community as such, you know. And it wasn't. It wasn't until I was in college and saw this article. That they were giving Mom credit for being that lady mathematician to help get the man on the, to the moon, and I oh, called. My her gosh. And I said, "Mom, <laughs> you didn't <laughs> tell me this." And she said, "Catherine, are you supposed to be in class?" I'll talk to you this evening.
0: <laughs> and that's well. She there handled. she is. That's but right. John no Glenn, I mean he, I just did my job, and he wouldn't go until she okayed it. Right, he he said the girl. He
1: didn't. I don't know that he knew her per per se. He just knew that the girl did the math, and uh, you know they were women mathematicians. And my grandson, my son, and I were in Washington, and Senator Leahy let us know that he had talked to John Glenn. This was just before he passed, and he and his wife they watched the movie together. I believe he said, and that. He asked him, Did he know the lady? And he said, Give her my best. <laughs> oh, and I thought that God. was kind of special. So we were able to tell her that. And then shortly after he died, um, but Senator Leahy did tell us a story that John Glenn
0: did, in fact, mention her. Oh. So I thought that was quite interesting. Oh, boy, Catherine. Well, and back to the book, of course, it's published by National Geographic Kids, so you know yes. this book is beautifully done. But I wanted to mention also the illustrations are amazing, and it must have been fun for you and Joylette to see how Charlene Pinckney Barlow came up with these beautiful illustrations. <clears throat> we me. did, and she said, now, I
1: tried to make a difference in the dresses so you would know who was who <laughs> because my sister Connie and I usually dressed alike. Uh, my mother made our clothes in those days. And uh, oh we God. just, we looked through it and we said, Jolette, look at the pictures. We had picked the, I can still see the the lady sitting on the floor when she said that she uh you know came to see the pictures and we didn't want them to leave the home so she came with her equipment and sat on the floor and painstakingly took pictures of whatever we showed her because some of the stuff was over 75 years or 80 years old and oh uh, we were very particular as we were looking there were articles that we hadn't even seen and then her transcript from college those kinds of things really do sort of give you chills when you realize you're handling them, and they've been, you know, painstakingly saved over the years. And she said, but it was just my transcript.
0: (laughs) She said, don't you want to write a book
1: about me? But she was a wonderful role model, a terrific mom,
0: and just made us proud. With or without books
1: and movies.
0: Absolutely, Catherine. And you made me very proud that I got to talk to you. I've told all my friends, guess who I'm talking with? And what an amazing mom, what an amazing story you share. And thank you for taking time to speak with me and, and enlightening my listeners about the wonderful aspects of your mom. Wonderful, and I hope they'll enjoy the book. I know, let me tell you, I vouch 100% they will, and I urge all of you out there, especially you grannies and grandpas, make sure you look at this book one step further, Uh, your grandchildren are going to love the book, but it's guaranteed to touch you, inspire you, and make you feel very proud about this amazing woman. Catherine's Johnson story is certainly one for all ages, and you, Catherine, thanks again for sharing it with us. Thank you so much. I like the title of your show. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, and until the next time. I am the side of
1: 50.
0: <laughs> good for you, Cass. Yeah, we feisty gals have to stick together. And I have a feeling yeah. you and I are about the same age, so we are way on the feisty side of 50 at Way this point. feisty. Uh, you know, well I have to close but but until next time this has been a delight and I Mary Eileen Williams at the very Feisty Side of Fifty Radio saying I'll catch you later. Bye bye. Thank
1: thank you.